In Genesis, he is the breath of life. In Exodus, he is the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he is the high priest. In Numbers, he is fire by night. In Deuteronomy, he is Moses' voice. In Joshua, he is salvation's choice. In Judges, he is the lawgiver. In Ruth, he is the kinsman redeemer. In First and Second Samuel, he is the trusted prophet. In First and Second Kings and First and Second Chronicles, he is sovereign. In Ezra, he is a true and faithful scribe. In Nehemiah, he is a rebuilder of broken walls and lives. In Esther, he is Mordecai's courage. In Job, he is a timeless redeemer. In Psalms, he is our morning song. In Proverbs, he is wisdom's cry. In Ecclesiastes, he is time and season. In Song of Solomon, he is the lover's dream. He is. In Isaiah, he is the Prince of Peace. In Jeremiah, he is a weeping prophet. In Lamentations, he is a cry for Israel. In Ezekiel, he is called from sin. In Daniel, he is stranger in the fire. In Hosea, he is forever faithful. In Joel, he is spirit's power. In Amos, he is arms that carry us. In Obadiah, he is our Lord and Savior. In Jonah, he is a great missionary. In Micah, he is promise of peace. In Nahum, he is strength and our shield. In Habakkuk, Zephaniah, pleading for revival. In Haggai, he restores courage and a lost heritage. In Zechariah, he is our fountain. In Malachi, he is a son of righteousness. He is. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He is God, man, Messiah. Acts. He is fire from heaven. Romans. He is grace of God. Corinthians. The power of love. Galatians. 
He is freedom from the curse of sin. In Ephesians, he is our glorious treasure. In Philippians, the servant's heart. In Colossians, he's the Godhead Trinity. In Thessalonians, he is our coming king. In Timothy, Titus, Philemon, he is our mediator. Our faithful pastor. Hebrews, the everlasting covenant. James, he is the one who heals the sick. First and second Peter, he is our shepherd. In John, Jude, he is the loving coming for his bride. In Revelation, he is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He is. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Hashtag Christ 78. John King with Army for God. I hope everybody is having a great, great, great Monday. Hopefully, you don't have a case of the Mondays. Well, everybody's coming on. We are live right now. We are streaming on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. My Twitch people out there. Uh, we are on ArmyForGod.com. And, of course, you can find us streaming on the Army for God app. Uh, so, we got a great night in store. We're going to be praying for the country here in just a few moments. While everybody's coming on, though, I want to... I want to talk just for a minute about being kind and about what we're called to do when people are hurting us, abusing us, threatening us, all the things that we're seeing today, both from people that we know, but also from our own government and from, from other entities that seek to do us harm. And the Bible gives us very clear instructions on what we should do. You'll find that in Luke six twenty six, where the Bible says that you're to love those that hate you. You're to, to uh, forgive those that abuse you. Be kind to those that are mean to you. And pray for those who are your enemy. And so, when we're talking about hashtag Pray78, it lines up so well with the Bible. Because if you look throughout Scripture, really, there's really one thing that we're called to do for people uh, more than anything else that are seeking to do us harm or that are are wanting to hurt us or impact us negatively or are our quote-unquote enemies and that's to pray for them and love them you know the Bible doesn't say shun those who are mean to you the Bible doesn't say retaliate against those who are mean to you but the Bible says to love them and the Bible says to pray for them and so I just want that to resonate with everybody tonight <clears throat> and look it up, read Luke six twenty six. but it's just so important. It's so important uh, that we follow what God's word says. And I think that if everybody would practice Luke six twenty six, man, what type of world would we live in? If we lived in a world where everybody loved their neighbor, if we lived in a world where everybody was kind, even when people weren't kind to them, if we lived in a world where everybody prayed for the, their enemies and those that seek to do them harm, I mean, couldn't you just imagine what type of place this would be? That's our heart's desire. I have to imagine in my head that that's kind of what heaven feels like. 
that one day we'll be walking the streets of gold in his presence in eternity. And there's not going to be a need to be nice to mean people because nobody's going to be mean in heaven. But, but our actions, our part of how we are supposed to be good, how we are supposed to love, how we're supposed to be kind, gentle, faithfulness, have self-control and pray for everyone. I just feel like that's, that's what we're going to be doing in heaven. It's just going to be this, this buffet of kindness, of love, of generosity, of compassion and of worship. And so, you know, when I look and I think about how I'm going to spend eternity and why wouldn't I want to go ahead and practice now for how I'm going to be in heaven? We're not perfect. We talked about that last night, right? It's impossible to be perfect. But why wouldn't I want to go ahead and get a jump start on what my eternity mission is going to be, what my eternity personality is going to be when God makes me perfect and gives me a perfect body and there's no more pain there's no more sorrow. There's no more suffering. Why wouldn't I want to, with, with as much as I can, practice living that life today, sharing that type of love with other people today? The only difference between here and heaven is, is, is nobody's going to be mean. So you won't have the opportunity to show kindness when somebody's being mean to you because everybody's going to be perfect, right? Everybody's going to have their perfect body, their perfect mentality, their perfect mindset. They're just going to be worshiping the Lord. So it's, it's even cooler to go ahead and start doing that now because it's more of a challenge because you're met with resistance. You're met with cruelty. You're met with abuse. You're met with, with mean words. You're met with a little bit of persecution. And so if the Bible says, you know, Paul says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. You know, he's a man that was chained up and put in prison so many times for uh, his faithfulness and, and obedience and belief. And so if we really believe those words, we could bring heaven here, right here, right now in our own life. If we really believe that, if we really went out tomorrow and no matter what anybody said to us, no matter how they looked at us, no matter how they, they treated us, if we approach that situation and we do it with the fruits of the spirit, gentleness, loving, kindness, faithfulness, self-control, and we meet them with, the, with patience. <clears throat> That's one if you got kids. If you got kids, there's one right there, patience. But if we, if we go tomorrow, if we wake up tomorrow and we bathe ourselves in the armor of God and we go out and we implement the fruits of the Spirit. And so it doesn't matter what that cashier says to me. It doesn't matter what the guy at work says to me. It doesn't matter what happens. I'm just going to exude Christ-likeness tomorrow. I'm just going to exude the fruits of the Spirit and I'm going to be kind to everyone. I'm going to love everyone. I'm going to have patience and compassion for everyone. Well, you're literally practicing and you're bringing what you're going to be like in eternity here on earth. And people can see that. You see, that's the benefit. The benefit is not for you. It's not like, okay, well, I had a great day today because I didn't get upset with anybody. I mean, that's great. And it will cause you to have a much clearer, nicer mentality, mindset, of course. But the real beauty in that is for the people that see that and they say, man, there's something different about this guy. There's something different about this lady. There's something different right here. The, the just niceness, just overall gentleness and kindness was displayed today. Why is that person like that? And then that opens up the door for us to share our testimony or that opens up the door for us to point them towards the cross. But you can't point nobody to the cross. <clears throat> 
if the lady gets attitude with you at Walmart tomorrow and you get attitude back, that opportunity is lost once that happens. Once you exude something other than the fruits of the spirit, then that opportunity to point them to the cross is gone because they don't see a difference in your life and their life. You know, I, people always used to say that, well, you know, you bear your fruits and, and there's a difference. You can see the difference. And I always used to think, well, that's kind of weird. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short, but that's the difference. The difference is, is your approach on a day-to-day -day level, your executable actions day in and day out, meaning what you do, your actions day in, day out. If they, if they reflect the fruits of the spirit, then people are going to see something different in you. If they reflect the world, then they're going to see themselves in you. But what we want to do is reflect the fruits of the spirit. And then when they ask questions, then we get the opportunity to let them know, no, we're just as fleshly and worldly as anybody else. But what's happening, what you're seeing is that Jesus Christ lives within me. And so those moments of compassion and lovingness and kindness, they weren't always there in my life. But once I allowed him to come into my life, then they started to be displayed out. See, that's the, that's the witness 101 right there. That's what the testimony's for. And so that's my encouragement for you tonight. When you wake up tomorrow, let's practice the fruits of the spirit. Let's love thy neighbor. Let's love our enemies. Let's turn the other cheek tomorrow. Let's display patience, gentleness, and, and faithfulness, self-control. Let's go through tomorrow and worship the Lord on our ride to work, on our ride from work. Let's just fill tomorrow and tonight but let's just fill it with God and let him work and just see how he does what he does. It's really amazing. So I love you guys. We're going to pray right now. Thank you guys so much for jumping on and sharing hashtag pray 78. We're going to pray real quick and then I will close this out. Love you guys. Father God, we love you. We humbly come before you tonight. We lift you up. We lift your name up. The name that is above every single other name. We thank you so much for giving us the fruits of the Spirit, for showing us gentleness and kindness and faithfulness and love, even when we don't deserve it. So we thank you for that gift tonight. We ask that you would, you would give us opportunities. We pray so much for opportunities to, to do things, or we'll pray and ask you for strength, but so often when we pray and ask you for strength, you don't give us strength, you give us the opportunity to show strength through you. When we pray and, and we ask for patience, you give us an opportunity to show patience through you. Here's an old saying, be careful what you pray for. And the truth is, is that when we pray and ask you for things, you give them to us. But you give them to us in a way that requires us to fulfill our part in order to see the whole picture. And we are grateful for that. As iron sharpens iron, we are grateful for the compression and the fire, the refinement that we go through. Because through that refinement, we are able to see you, feel you, know you, and ultimately glorify you as we're going through those times. So we thank you for that. We thank you for the gift of salvation tonight. We pray tonight for Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the entire administration. We pray first for their repentance, their salvation, that they would come to have a relationship with you. But we also pray for their decisions that they're making in the country right now. 
We pray that you would, you would guard your people, protect your people, protect the remnant, protect those who love you and know you and call you by name. Protect them from whatever evil is coming our way, from whatever evil is being plotted and planned. We know that you're the God that sends fire down from heaven for Elijah when, when people don't have faith, just to show how mighty you are for your glory, not for his. And so that's the revival that we're asking for tonight throughout this entire country. We're asking for fire to rain down from heaven, that people would see you, see how wonderful you are, and they would come to know you through accepting your son, Jesus Christ. We pray today for the children of this country, for their precious minds, for the school and education system, that you would protect these children, guard these children, Give these teachers the courage to stand up. The ones who know you, speak to them. Let them know when it's time to stand up and say, this isn't right, we're not gonna do this. We pray for the parents of this country. We pray for those that are, are going through job loss right now. Those that are going through financial difficulties right now. Those that are having to make a decision about providing for their family or choosing the jab right now. There's so much stress in this world, so much anxiety in this world. But every time that I feel that way, every time I feel overwhelmed by what the world is bringing to the plate, I'm just reminded of your words, though thousands may fall at your side. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Lean not on your own understanding, but on every word from the mouth of God. My ways aren't your ways. All, all of that just gives me a sense of peace to know that I may not be in control. And the thing that I am in control is a farce. But you are in control. And I trust in you. And I trust in your decisions. I trust in your direction. And where you send, I will go. And when I ask tonight for opportunity or for you to send me patience, I ask for that, that opportunity to be display patience in you. When I ask tonight for wisdom, I ask for the opportunity to display wisdom and discernment through you. We want all of these opportunities for, for us to live as Christ and to die as gain. He is our mission while we are here breathing. And then one day we're gonna get promoted and we're gonna get to come home. And we are so grateful for that. Thank you for sending this perfect sacrifice for us to die on the cross. We ask that you would go through every, every single person that sees this and touch them with your healing hand you know what's going on in their heart. Be with them. Bless them tonight. Bless Army for God tonight. Bless bless my family. Bless their families. Keep us safe. God us. provide for us. We trust in all that you do. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil and those that seek to harm us. Give us our sustenance and our daily bread tonight and tomorrow. For we submit our day to you and our life to you. We ask that your kingdom come and that your will will be done right here on earth, just as it is in heaven. And we pray and ask these things in Jesus Christ's most precious name. Amen and amen. Guys, <clears throat> we're rocking and rolling. This is day 17. We're going 78 days strong till Christmas Eve. Um, now we're actually going to do one on Christmas. Um, so that worked out really well because we got one day to make up. Uh, 
Uh, so we're gonna do a Christmas uh, Christmas Day one as well. Uh, but we're gonna go 78 days strong. We want you to be a part of it. If you want a Bible today, you've been watching this, you wanna know more about Jesus, you got a prayer request, go to our website, armyforgod.com. You can get a Bible there for free if you don't have one. You can send us a prayer request. Um, there's all sorts of other resources on there uh, available for you guys, but head over to armyforgod.com and check that out. And uh, <clears throat> I just hope that each and every single one of you will really try. It's tough. Listen, I'm not saying I can do this, okay? When I get up tomorrow, I'm going to be battling the same fleshly things that every single other man walking the face of this earth is battling. The amazing thing is, is that somebody came and battled the same thing I'm going to battle, and they got through it without committing any sin, sinlessly. They did it through two ways, mainly. We see this when Jesus was tempted in the desert. Every time Satan tempted him, his comeback, his response was to fight fire with scripture, fight fire with prayer. We saw this with Jesus, prayer and scripture, the word of God and prayer. And so we can take that and apply it to our own life. When temptations come, scripture, scripture, it'll pull you back. When we're struggling, we're in fear, we're scared, we're in doubt, we're having anxiety, prayer, prayer. He will come and be with you right where you are. And that's what he wants. I love you guys so much. And I will see each and every single one of you tomorrow night. Everybody have a great night. the sounds of metal BBs striking the side of a tin can. For every BB that strikes, it represents 10,000 lives lost in the wars of America's past. The American Revolution. The Civil War. World War One. World War Two. The Korean Conflict. The Conflict in Vietnam. September 11th and the War on Terror. Since 